Greetings, my friend, and welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. Let's begin in prayer. Lord Jesus, we pray in your name that there will be something here on this show, in this episode, that we're able to use in our life, in the life of our family, in the lives of our friends, and in the lives of people we haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you, my dear friend. I hope all is well and wonderful with your soul, and thank you for being here right now and listening. This is podcast episode number 108, 108, and Scripture Discourse 189, 189, 189. Wow. For our show, we use the Gospel Evangelist Church Sunday Prayer Letter as our script and our outline. So right now, the podcast, I'm doing the podcast, but off to my right, I have my camera running, and uh, we are recording this uh, by video, and the video will go up onto the YouTube channel, that's uh, youtube.com forward slash, and then my name, John, J-O-H-N, last name spelled C-H-O-Q-U-E, and you can go up there if you want to watch it rather than just listening to it. The podcast goes out into just about every popular server that I'm aware of, every app that I am aware of, uh, from Spotify to Amazon Music, Google, Apple, you know, all the big ones, it goes out, and uh, that's what it, that's what we're doing. And we're reading the um, letter from our computer that's sitting right in front of us. So we have the Sword Searcher, uh, number 9, I think, 9.1 or 9.8, whatever that is, uh, Sword Searcher Bible software running in front of me. And then to my right, I have my podcasting software running and recording, and, um, and then to, in the middle here, we have our camera and our light, and we have our tea. The tea we're drinking today is uh, Bigelow Earl Grey. <laughs> Hallelujah. And it's nice and hot, nice and hot. So let's go, go on to our letter here. October 23rd, Sunday Prayer Letter, Revelation chapter 17. It's produced by Gospel Evangelist Church, Touching People for Heaven. God is building Gospel Evangelist Church. GEC is a church of God at Boulder and Colorado, which is about teaching and sending evangelists to preach the gospel and minister the gifts of the Holy Ghost, all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and to the glory of God the Father. Amen and amen. Well, greetings, my friend. You are important. You really are. You are important. Never let anyone tell you that you are not valuable to the kingdom of heaven. As a saint of God, you have given your life to Christ. You are born again. Jesus has written your name in the book of life in heaven. There is victory within you because the Lord Jesus Christ has overcome the world and has gotten the victory over this world. And Christ lives in you and you are in Christ. And if for some reason you know that you do not have the assurance in your heart that you are saved and a saint of God, then now is the time to pray and ask Jesus to save you. Pray now. We'll wait as you invite Christ to be your Savior and Lord. And the Holy Ghost gives you new life and baptizes you into the family of God, and you become a child of God. Now pray. And we'll pray with you as you pray. We'll just pray, silently pray to ourselves as we wait for you to receive Christ. Lord, thank you, Jesus. We just praise you, Lord Jesus. For we just bind the strong man, Lord, in their life. We thank you, Jesus, for saving them right now. And I thank you, Lord, for calling out. 
for calling them, for calling them, and for looking down and believing on them, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for all those who are being saved right now. In your name, Jesus. Amen. All right. Well, welcome, my brother and sister, into God's glorious kingdom. You are born again if you prayed and believed on your heart and confessed Jesus Christ as your Savior. I'm very excited for you. There are wonderful and beautiful opportunities that await you because God loves you. God loves you, man. He really does. He wouldn't be doing what he does right now. He wouldn't have done what he did long ago. He wouldn't have done what he has planned for us if he didn't love us. Yes, I understand, and the love of God is the wrath of God, but if you love something, you will correct it, you will discipline it, and you will do things that are very uncomfortable. Uh, we all have mothers and fathers, and uh, if you had a good mother and a good father, one or the other, uh, they probably disciplined you. Uh, and in some areas of the country, in some uh, age brackets, the, the uh, what can I say, the, uh, <laughs> the belt to the back of the legs or the paddle to the behind uh, it was pretty severe. And uh, or the, you know, the grounding or the punishment that we had to or ordeal or live in when we were growing up. Uh, I was always in trouble, it seems like to me, uh, because I was rebellious. I had a big mouth, still have a big mouth, still kind of rebellious and um, thought I knew it all. Even at eight, nine, ten years old, I thought I knew everything. But um, lo and behold, uh, I have learned that I don't know it all. And it seems like the older we get the uh, the dumber we get even though when you're 20 years old because i live in a college town you think you're the smartest thing in the world but when you're 70 years old you realize you know i wasn't that smart when i was 20. <laughs> so uh it's pretty amazing how life uh, unfolds in front of us amen so we'll go back into our letter now uh, let's all pray in the name of the lord jesus our dear lord jesus you are so very special and you love us so very, very much that you came to this sinful world that has rejected you. And you gave yourself for all who would believe on you, Lord Jesus. We believe by faith and we receive by faith our eternal life with you in your glorious and wonderful heaven. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen. All right, moving on. Well, let's move forward onward through our Sunday prayer letter. Our title is Revelation chapter 17. Scripture is Revelation chapter 17, 1 through 18. That's 18 verses in chapter 17, and we'll be in the King James Bible. I highly encourage you, uh, if I could say anything of great value to you right at this very moment after being saved, that, that's the greatest right there. After that, I would highly and strongly, with all my heart, um, <laughs> let you know that there's only one true uh, Bible. I know that's a lot of hard talk to a lot of people, but the King James Bible is the pure Word of God, and uh, your faith will grow like never before. But if you get into one of the uh, other New Age critical text Bibles, your faith won't grow like you think it's going to grow. In the beginning, it feels exciting. In the beginning, it's easy to read. In the beginning, things are easy, but you know, Easy things don't always have a good outcome. Difficult, hard things to learn and do typically have a great outcome. Well, the King James Bible is one of those books that is difficult to read or hard to read, but takes a diligence. But lo and behold, a third grader can read the King James Bible just fine. 
But for some reason, a college student doesn't can't read it, and a 30-year-old can't read it, and a 40- and 50-year-old can't read it, and a 60-year-old can't read it. But lo and behold, a grade schooler can read it just fine. So maybe we should be like a child and uh, read the King James Bible. Just by faith, toss that other Bible aside that you're reading that is not the King James, and just pick up the good old King James Bible and uh, read that for the next year, slowly, deliberately. Don't read it like a novel, because if you do, you won't get it. It's a testimony to Jesus Christ. I know where the book is. It also is written in a type or a format that is more like a contract, like a will, like a testimony. And in there... God watches over his word, making sure that it's going to perform or do what he wants it to do. He is, uh, Jesus Christ is the word of God, capital W. Amen. So that's King James Bible. So our conversation, our talk in this letter, and our week of preaching, if the Lord will, shall be chapter 17 of Revelation as led by the Holy Ghost. We begin each day at the first verse. We read slowly and deliberately. We deliver the Word of God clearly with authority and with power. We read with the Holy Ghost until He quickens us, and there we teach, being led by the Spirit of God. Let's always remember that we receive our teaching from the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of Truth. As the Bible tells us in the Gospel of St. John, chapters 14 and 15, uh, see, John fourteen twenty six says this, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things, and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. John fifteen twenty six. But when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. So that's the Holy Ghost, the Comforter, Spirit of truth, the Spirit of God. When Jesus was ministering, the power of the Lord was present. When the power of the Lord was present, Jesus healed, Jesus cast out devils, preached with power and authority when the Holy Ghost was present in Jesus' life. Pretty important scriptures right through there talking about the Holy Spirit. Uh, a lot of people don't get that part of the Godhead. The Godhead is the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. That makes up the Godhead. And when we toss out one of the three records of the Godhead, you know, things just don't work as well. So you want all of the Father, all of Christ, all of the Word, and all of the Holy Ghost. You don't want 5% of this, 10% of this, and 80% of that, or 80% of this, 2% of that, and 65%. You don't want that. You want 100%, 100%, 100% of all of God in you. That's the best way to live. That's the best way to grow as a believer in Jesus Christ. Amen? Going back under our letter here, exercise. This is an exercise in the Spirit. It is not intended to be easy. We will learn to be more willing and more obedient as we follow the Spirit and to hear the voice of the Word of God as we go through the book of Revelation of Jesus Christ. One chapter per week for 22 weeks. This week, uh, this week 17 of 22. This week is 17 of 22. Let me put that in there. I'm sorry about that. I have to kind of do a little house cleaning as I go with this letter here. This is week 17. Oh, I didn't say it right. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't say it right. <laughs> this is week 17 of 22. There you go. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you know, once again, I when I mess up or I do something silly like that or I goof up, I leave all that on the show, on the video, and I don't cut that out. 
because uh, I've said it many, many times, and this is what's happened to me. When I would listen to people do these things, uh, shows and videos and different talks, different things that are media-related, uh, I didn't realize at the time that those shows were edited. All the bloopers, all the mis-mistakes are all cut out. I didn't know that in the beginning. I mean, a lot of people, we know it now, uh, but in the beginning, I didn't know it. And I just thought that I can't, I tried and tried and tried and tried and tried and tried, but I just could not do the show, do anything on in the media without making mistakes. So I figured I just can't do it. And I didn't do it for years and years and years and years. So when the Holy Ghost asked me to do the videos out on the street, do the podcast here, he said, when you do this, leave everything on the show. Do not take anything out. Don't delete. Don't cut anything out. Leave everything on the show as an example for people so that they can see that, yes, even though they're not perfect or pristine and absolute exact and everything they're doing, they can still do uh, what you have called them to do, you, Lord. So it's interesting to to think that way, but, uh, you know, as you get going, you do get a little bit better. I have gotten a little better than I used to be, but uh, I still make a lot of mistakes, okay? <laughs> so once again, this is podcast episode number 108, and it's Revelation chapter 17, and you're listening to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. All right, so our preaching scriptures for this week, Sunday, October 23rd, 2022, we're preaching from the King James Bible daily through the week, if the Lord will, and physically able, along with filming our street sermons each day for our video channel, which is also ministering to many people. Let me interject something right here. Last week was very difficult for me. I did not preach all week. Uh, I wanted to, but after Sunday, Sunday was, uh, it turned out to be a very, very difficult day for me, for whatever reason, spiritually speaking. The, uh, you know, when you go out to preach on the street, you're not really uh, dealing with people, even though when you watch videos, it looks like you're dealing with people. But in reality, you're not dealing with people, you're dealing with devils that occupy the people or devils that are somewhere in the vicinity, and uh, they cause havoc, uh, and that's what happened on Sunday. A lot of havoc was about. Then on top of that, I also want to remind you that uh, uh, September, Monday, I think it was the 26th, whatever the last Monday of September was, I was at Table Mesa and Foothills Parkway preaching, and after about an hour or so of preaching, uh, I fainted almost twice, almost fainted twice, and the third time I sat down before falling to the ground, and uh, according to the doctor that I went to a, a little while later, uh, he said I could have died on that Monday from a heart that had highly escal escalated its beat to uh, uh, two, three, four times what it usually is. And it stayed that way for all day Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. No, all day, uh, all day, let's see. Yeah, all day, uh, the rest of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Saturday night. Uh, after much prayer, the heart calmed down, and I was able to go to the doctor, and uh, everything was well, but they had, did say that there was major problems there, but God is healing me one day at a time. So based on Sunday and what happened the, a couple of weeks ago, I tell you, the doctor really put 
some fear in me. Now, he knows that I'm a preacher. The nurses know I'm a preacher. They see me in town, and uh, they know what I do, and uh, they just uh, really were earnest with me and telling me and making me understand the severity of what happened on Monday uh, there at Table Mesa and Foothills Parkway. So I have been a little, you know, honestly speaking, I have been a little nervous. I have been a little uneasy because of that. So when I get slightly tired, uh, I schedule the day off. And this week has been a very difficult week for me for some reason, and I've scheduled the rest of the week off. I did not preach Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and I did not go to Nettleton on Friday. This is Saturday. However, tomorrow morning I'll be on Greyhound heading for Trinidad, Colorado, and I'll be preaching there Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning. And on Thursday afternoon after my preach, I will be back on Greyhound back to Boulder. So uh, maybe the Lord was uh, preparing me for that preach down there because uh, I have to be ready for whatever, not just whatever the Lord has for me, but whatever Satan has for me also. If you don't want to plan for what the enemy has for you, then you're probably going to suffer because you're too naive to think that the enemy is not real, nor is he concerned about you. If you're a preacher, the enemy is concerned about you. And the more you preach, the more you are visible to the public, the more you go up the ladder of his um, uh, priority, Satan, the enemy's priority to attack you. And if he's not doing a good enough job, he'll assign more devils and more devils and more devils until he takes you out. So as the devil is trying to take you out, you have to be hard and strong in the Lord Jesus Christ. You have to hold tight to the Lord Jesus Christ, and you have to know the voice of the Word of God. And if the Word of God tells you to take the day off, you don't go out and preach. You take the day off. And that's what I did for this week. I didn't know that. How was I to know that? I thought I'd be preaching all week. I felt great on Sunday, but for the rest of the week, I did not feel great. I feel pretty good today, though. I Pretty excited today, actually. But, you know, I've got a trip coming up, so I'm pretty excited about that. Anyways, I wanted to explain all that, so uh, that's the way it goes, I guess. You know, next year I turn 70, so I have to, uh, I guess, do whatever the Lord tells me to do, right? <laughs> because it's the best for us, okay? Let's jump back into our letter here. So we're under Preaching Scriptures title here. So thank you for viewing these street message videos. I was talking about the videos. And thank you for sharing and for liking and for writing comments. The comment section of the video channel is something that I see as a potential type of ministry. Even here, we as a church body pray for the people. We did on Wednesday, too. We, we break, I think we bring up the YouTube channel every Wednesday, and we talk about the comments. We talk about the people at church and we pray for the people at church. And we'll continue growing that ministry at our church because it looks like the video uh, is an important aspect of our church. So we even pray for the mockers and the haters and the Antichrist people. We pray for everybody. The only person we do not pray for, there's one person we never pray for. Can you guess, guess what, who that would be? Can, I'm, I'm video land. Can you, can you guess what that would be? Well, who is the one person that you will refuse to pray for? Well, let me tell you, it's the dead. 
If they died, you stop praying. You cross their name off the list and you stop praying for them. You don't pray for the dead. The dead is gone. They're done. They're on to the next part of life and uh, you don't pray for them, okay? So our letter here has seven parts, one part for each day of the week. Typically, there are different verses for each day of the week. However, in this series, we are traveling through the whole book of Revelation. Therefore, each part is in the same chapter. So part one through part seven, Sunday through Saturday, October 23rd through October 29th, we're in Revelation chapter 17, 1 through 18. There are 18 verses in chapter 17 of the book of Revelation. So what we're going to do now is I'm going to have a sip of tea here. Oh, that tastes good. I'll wipe the mustache out of my face. This mustache and this beard is all about breakthrough. One year ago last week, I crossed the one-year mark and believing, fasting, and praying for breakthrough and overcome for our church and our street ministry. Uh, what that looks like in the physical is we are believing for 30 that overcometh. We are also believing for music as it is in heaven. And we're also believing for a chief musician for our church, Gospel Evangelist Church. All right, so Revelation chapter 17, 1 through 18, verse 1. And there came out of the seven angels which had the seven vials. Let me start that again. Verse 1. And there came one of the seven angels which had the seven vials and talked with me saying unto me come hither and i will show unto thee the judgment of the great whore that sitteth upon many waters verse 2 with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication and the inhabitants of the earth have made drunk with the wine of her fornication verse 3 so he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-colored beast, full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. Verse 4. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color, and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand, full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. Verse 5. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots, and abominations of the earth. Verse 6. And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. Verse 7. And the angel said unto me, Wherefore dost thou marvel? I will tell you thee the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carrieth her, which hath the seven heads and ten horns. Verse 8. The beast that thou sawest was and is not and shall ascend out of the bottomless pit and go into perdition. And they that dwell on the earth shall wonder whose names were not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world when they behold the beast that was and is not and yet is. Verse 9, And here is the mind which hath wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sitteth. And there are seven kings, five are fallen, and one is, and the other is not, yet come. And when he cometh, he must continue a short space. Verse 11, And the beast that was, and is not, even he is the eighth, and is of the seventh, and is of the seven, and goeth into perdition. 
Verse 12. And the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings, which have received no kingdom as yet, but receive power as kings one hour with the beast. Verse 13. These have one mind, and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. Verse 14. These shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them, for he is Lord of lords and King of kings. And they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. Verse 15. And he saith unto me, The waters which thou sawest, where the whore sitteth, are, are peoples and multitudes and nations and tongues. Verse 16. And the ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast, these shall hate the whore, and shall make her desolate and naked, and shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire. Verse 17. For God hath put in their hearts to fulfill his will, and to agree, and give their kingdom unto the beast, until the words of God shall be fulfilled. Last verse, 18. And the woman which thou sawest in that great city, which reigneth over the kings of the earth. Wow. <clears throat> Praise God for that. Isn't that a... This revelation is just so amazing. So uh, the end of Revelation chapter 17, a short recap of chapter 17 here. <laughs> I wrote wow, because I did. Was, to me it was a wow. So I just read once again chapter 17, and my first reaction again is wow. I marvel at the grandeur of magnificent scale of size that we are reading here. There is much going on, even behind the scenes, that is not written, but is. When we read the book of Revelation, this time, and in this series, we are simply reading and enjoying the literature, the reading, the book, and not interpreting and attempting to figure out what each of the symbols and characters mean. However, when the Lord puts the description in writing in this book, then we can talk about the symbol, but not what it means unless the Spirit shows us in Scripture. We are reading and are filled with joy as we move through this amazing and wonder of a book. Let's simply have fun and know that God has everything figured out and knows what is what and where is where and what meaneth this. Amen. Alleluia. Revelation 19.1 And after these things I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, Alleluia, salvation and glory and honor and power unto the Lord our God. Let's all pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Thank you for giving us a heads up to what you have planned for the earth and for the sea. There is much happening in this world right now, and all these and all these make us uncomfortable. And we know, Lord, that you have overcome this world, and we are in you. Therefore, we too have overcome this world. Surely you come quickly. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. Amen. My letter is signed, Grace Be With You All, with my initials, J.C., for John Shuck. Below my initials, I have three scriptures, Hebrews 13, 25, Grace Be With You All. Amen. Romans 1, verse 7, To all that be in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Galatians 6, 18, Brethren, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. 
Amen and amen. Well, there you go, folks. This is my Sunday prayer letter. It's written Saturday, October 22, 2022 at 3.01 p.m. Boulder, Colorado. It's written by preacher John Shuck, street preacher, founding pastor of Gospel Evangelist Church, touching people for heaven. God bless you, my friend. I love you very much. Take care. Bye-bye.